0: Welcome back. I'm Seth. This is also Seth and Jessica. Very good. So we're gonna uh, talk today about the story of uh, or the Disney um, movie of Cinderella,
1: specifically the original classic animated film, not the live action one.
0: Right, we're talking. We're talking about the the original animated films, and we're not going to go into sequels, and we're not going to go into live action. We're only that's a whole nother can of worms. Touch on. We're just going to be talking about the original release of the uh, animated film. So, Seth, go ahead and start us off. Tell us or 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 start our discussion about the uh, storytelling.
1: So there, there are a lot of really interesting, to me, a lot of really interesting storytelling comparisons that you can make between Cinderella and Snow White, because in certain ways they're very similar uh, movies. They uh, tell fairy tales that both have, uh, like, the main character as a young woman in a dealing with an abusive situation with a parental figure. Wicked stepmothers in both. Exactly. Um, they both stay cheerful in those situations,
0: too. Generally. Mm-hmm. Overall.
1: Yeah, and there, there's a lot of um, of overall similarities, but there's a lot of things that are a little bit different, too, that I think reflect a little bit of um, kind of the progression of the uh, Disney's animated films and stuff like that, that is really really interesting to see so like um won't go into it in way too much detail because uh it this would kind of fit in the next section a little better in a way uh but um we previously talked about how snow white one of the things about her character that is a really big asset to her is her resilience that she's able to deal with all of these really difficult, uh, situations without, um, losing her optimism. And Cinderella has a similar attribute to her character, but she handles it in a very different way. With Snow White, we're introduced to her singing a song, a, a cheerful song about wishes and dreams, um, and how, uh, like, obviously she's, she is sort of yearning for something better, but she's, Got this sort of childlike sense of, of cheerful. I'm gonna work through it. This is, uh, you know, Cinderella. We're introduced to being woken up in the morning and getting mad at the, uh, <coughs> the bell going off. Mm-hmm. And she is has the same quality of she's living in this difficult situation and she's handling it really really well. But she's a lot more like. Um...
2: I think she's spunkier than people think when they remember the movie. They think of her as being mostly passive mm-hmm. um, and.
0: And totally docile. And, just like... Yeah,
2: and just oh, submissive to the stepmother. It? <laughs> but it's true, the character introduction is, you know come on, I hear you, get up, I s- you say, time to start another day, even he orders me around, speaking to the, the and clock chiron. the way she feels outside. a little
1: bit more aware, not that Snow White isn't aware of her situation, but she, she feels like, has a sense of childlike uh, naivety that uh, you don't get as much with Cinderella. Like, she is openly commenting within her introduction and her first couple scenes on her situation and how and why it's bad.
2: Yes, Snow White makes no comments on she has no dialogue that refers to how she feels at all about how she's been treated or her no. or her relationship with her stepmother or anything. She doesn't she, she has, just
1: endures silently or and, by and singing. And
0: Cinderella Cinderella does. So Cinderella definitely does not feel naive. No. She no. knows her situation. She knows that she's that she's being that she's being abused. She knows that people are mistreating her. There's no question of, you know.
2: And according to the, you know, the, the Disney company has official ages for each of the characters. And where yeah. Snow White is 14, Cinderella, and the youngest of the princesses, mm-hmm. Cinderella's one of the oldest. She's 19, I believe. Really? Yes. And, and while 19 might not seem that old for being you know, a character who's getting married. It she is
1: relatively does... old for the protagonist of a uh movie that is largely aimed at children.
2: Yes. So so she is um yeah, she's and she comes across as more mature, mm-hmm. more self aware.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now not necessarily more in control of her situation. No. So are we ready to talk about Cinderella and Prince Charming's yes. relationship?
0: Oh, let's well, let's talk about Cinderella first, and her and her kind of her psychological makeup, so that we kind of get a background.
2: Okay, well, we've talked some about that, but I'm sure you have sure. more things to say. Yeah,
0: so 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 for uh, again, we're going back to the same thing we talked about with with Snow White. She's in a she's in a an experience that we would think of as a traumatic experience, right? But I, 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 again, I'm going to say I hesitate to use the word trauma because trauma is more of a response than the experience. So she's in a tough experience where she's being forced to be a slave.
1: So I guess with Snow White, we sort of established that um, she doesn't really respond to her situation at the beginning of the story traumatically. She responds to it in a... In a relatively healthy way and her traumatic experience in the movie is uh the confrontation with the huntsman uh so comparatively to that uh would you say that cinderella's kind of traumatic experience in this movie is the moment when the stepsisters tear up the dress and she's left uh like she's left alone and not able to go to the ball to this one chance of something more that she had and she she goes from there to like running out to the garden and, and crying
0: well it, it, yes but I also think that in this case Cinderella it, it, we've already discussed a little bit she does recognize she's in a bad situation she mm-hmm. does openly acknowledge that as she as she's frustrated with the bell she's frustrated with the clock she's frustrated that she's having to you know, she's not just always just cheerfully doing things and uh, oblivious to what's going on around her. So she, I don't know that she's responding to it in a traumatic way, but she is responding to it in a more, um, aware, more aware. And, and, and she's, and there's clear frustrations there. So she's having to deal with this. And then you have the moment where, where she thinks she's going to get to go to the ball. And yes, then the, the stepsisters tear her dress apart. And then, you know, obviously she runs out into the into the uh, garden and she's crying and mm-hmm. kind of lost, for a moment, has lost hope. Now, Snow White did that, right? She ran into the woods and for a moment lost hope. And the difference is, what's interesting here, and I'm not sure what it, what it would be, but that Snow White she soothes herself. She looks to the animals. She asks them, well, what do you do when you're sad? But she she first calms herself down, soothes herself, finds out what the animals do, and then she sings sings, and, and kind of takes herself out of it. Cinderella doesn't do that.
2: She- The, the fairy godmother appears. The fairy godmother weeping.
0: appears, and it's the fairy godmother who helps Cinderella out of that bad situation. So. I don't think Cinderella has quite the same level of coping skills mm-hmm. that Snow that Snow White had. I you do know. think that generally she does well. She uses music like Snow White, at, from time to time to get to get through things, but not the same way Snow White does. Right? She's singing "Sing, Sweet Nightingale" when when she's when she's mopping. But I actually think Sin, uh, Cinderella is more of a dreamer. In terms of coping. That the music is not as much her coping as much as the dreaming is her coping.
2: Oh, that's that's her opening mm-hmm. song. Her a opening dream number. is a wish your heart makes. Yeah, uh, that is very characteristic of her.
0: Yeah. So her hers it's these it's these dreams these daydreams that c- carry her through and
2: and night dreams because it's because yes. it's what yeah. she wants to she doesn't want to wake up from her dream.
0: Right. Right. So 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 she has these dreams and even when she's singing the song. So
2: what you're saying is she is she is coping through a kind of escapism through yeah. a projecting mm-hmm. herself into another place mm-hmm. in the moments that she's available to do that. So whether right. while she's sleeping at night or maybe, maybe while she's mopping for a little while, she's able to, to kind of, until... Even though she's doing the work, she's mentally escaping yeah, from she's, it. She's, and then she'll, she'll very, be brought rudely so. back. Well, in well, that scene, she's brought rudely
1: back by like the, the,
2: the, the the cat Lucifer making muddy footprints all over the floor that she's mopping. But
1: previously yeah. to that, interestingly, you do get the the way the scene is visually presented is it starts by showing Cinderella herself but then shifts to her reflection in the soap bubbles flying around mm-hmm. and it's it's still an image of her, but it's an image of her that's a little bit more separated and dreamlike in a way, and a little bit more free because it's flying around, able right. to yeah. And they're in different
2: pastel colors, yeah. So it does have a really dreamlike quality, right? To and that, it. and yeah. so that
0: that's that's my thought, and and I think,
2: and even when she meets the prince at the ball, and the song that's there, so this is love that just. Even just the sound of the music, it does it's have this dreamlike, dream-like quality, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, and, and she's saying, "Ah, oh, this is what it's like." Wow, in that's way, kind of a feeling. That, like, that's, a, that's a taking yourself out of the situation and looking down mm-hmm. on your situation is, from a
0: which is a trauma response. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I'm getting at is that Cinderella is responding to her situation in a traumatic way. Now not as seriously. So, in not a way, that it, so way. so
2: you're seeing signs from her character that she has experienced trauma that she's that she is traumatized by her experiences
1: Correct. in a way that you don't okay. see that
2: with Snow White. That's Correct.
1: interesting. That's
0: what that's what I'm getting at is that, is that her coping mechanism is a trauma response coping mechanism. This idea of I'm going to get out of my system, I'm going to look at myself and see myself doing the work but I'm watching me do the work. I'm, I'm, it's an, I'm watching me fall of,
2: in love at yeah, the ball. Yeah, it's,
0: it's almost an out-of-body experience. And, and frequently when I work with people who have experienced trauma and, and have that trauma response, that's what they say. It didn't happen to me. I watched it happen, but it didn't happen to me. That is really interesting. And then sometimes what we have to do to help them... Do you
2: use the term dissociation for that, or is that a different type of thing?
0: Oh No, you can use dissociation with that That, that that's a form of dissociation it's a it's a a, a trauma response dissociative episode Mm -hmm. and and i think we definitely see cinderella experiencing that multiple times in the movie where she's kind of got this dissociative and 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 the and the falling in love scene that makes sense because she has conditioned herself to step outside of herself when she has any any uh, strong, strong emotional response to anything. And so up to now, there have been all these negative emotional responses, but all of a sudden there's this positive one, but it's a super strong emotional response. So she's going to gonna step outside of herself and observe what happens rather than be a part of it. And so that fits. But anyways, so the point is, mm-hmm. she's got a lot more actual trauma that she's struggling with. And she doesn't There's
2: another have. kind of daydreaming moment that's after the ball when she's kind of oh, gathering laundry. Yeah. They mention the prince.
1: Oh yeah. And suddenly he like ends. all of the sounds around her fade out and she can't hear her and, stepmother's. And her eyes and kind of go nagging. dreamy.
2: Her eyes kinda mm-hmm. go dreamy and as they're piling laundry all over her and she's got this look on her face like, like she's, she's clearly not, not
1: present
2: yeah and then as she and she then she hands like, the
0: step to the to one of her stuff
2: <laughs> yes and it's like That's oh right. i have to go get dressed like she's she's she would she's, never she's do hollow.
0: for the prince to see me like this
1: i forgot about and that she kind scene. of That's, she kind
2: of waltzes off and little little humming and dance <laughs> steps as yeah. she goes and uh so it feels like she's not in the current reality anymore yeah
0: yeah. Mm -hmm. she's because yeah again again very a very very indicative of a trauma response to high emotional impact in her in her experience so so I, i guess what i'm saying is she as an individual does not have the same coping skills that snow that snow white has. even
2: though she's a little more mature she's more maybe mature. even because she's maybe more mature because, because, she, because she's yeah. gone through her whole adolescence in this situation right
0: right and, and so it's very likely that that she maybe early in in her in her experience she was able to just sing off the problems and things and at she, the
2: beginning of the movie um there's a scene where it shows the deathbed of her father. It's kind of in the yeah. opening narration and it shows the stepmother and the daughter standing there and there's kind of a, just a bed and and Cinderella's there. So we know that her father has been dead since she was,
1: Very I don't know, as it as looks like
2: young. maybe she's 10, yeah. 8, 10. She's a child. Yeah. We don't really know with Snow White how long she has been in this situation of being in rags. Mm-hmm. There's no... Particular reason right. to assume that it's been going on for years and years. And there's no so, reason
0: to assume that it hasn't. There's no reason yeah, we to don't assume really, either way.
2: We don't really know.
0: But we just we can just go by what we see and her actions. Yes, and, and so I guess what I'm seeing.
2: saying is that with Cinderella, being older also means that she's been in this situation. Longer, she's been in this situation for all of her formative years. Yeah, she. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, well, and the other thing that we know about Cinderella that we don't know about Snow White is that Cinderella did have a happy relationship with her father, and that you know, if yes, you that's know, also shown in that. If opening you
2: narration. know this,
0: and if you know the fairy tale, she and her father were were had a really good relationship, and when her father dies. And her, and her stepmother kind of st- takes over. So she's going also from, she's not just going from rags to riches. She's going from riches to rags to riches. Mm-hmm. Which means she's had multiple traumatic moments and events mm-hmm. besides being in, a, in an extended traumatic thing. The death of her father would have been a trauma. And then the way her stepmother treated her immediately after the death of her father would have been a serious traumatic uh, event. And so we don't see any of that with Snow White. Maybe she had that. Maybe she didn't. Maybe Snow White never got along with her father and that her, step, her stepmother just carried on the way she's always. And maybe Snow White, that's just how she always lived. We don't know. Cinderella, we do know. We do know that there are specific events in her life that were traumatic events. That could have that could have pushed her into this dreamlike state. That's kind of this disassociative state.
1: Well, this is starting to make it feel like she's like majorly traumatized.
0: <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I wouldn't say majorly traumatized. I would say this is a the symptoms that she's showing are a mild. She's not she's not having night terrors, as far as we can tell. She's she her likes to dreams, stay no, she, Yeah, her yeah. night dreams seem to be seem to be really good. So she's not having night terrors. She's not having um, traumatic. Depression. She's not having depression, and she's not having, uh, um, what do you call those responses when something happens and uh, Flashbacks. Kind of those jump responses? Oh, oh, startling. Uh, yeah, she, yeah, you know, she's she not startled easily by mm-hmm. by things. So, so she's got one one clear symptom of of trauma. And and that's a coping symptom, a coping mechanism that she has, and and it but it does show trauma. But it, it is, I would say, it's mild trauma, not severe trauma. Mm-hmm. That
2: she's co- or or at least that she's coping with it. Or at least well. that she's
0: coping. She's coping. Which with makes it mo- more sense mo- for the character. Moderately have. well. She's not as good at coping as Snow White as Snow White was, but she's actually moder modestly good at coping. Yeah?
2: All right, so. so uh, the prince in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. We talked about how there's very little about him that we know, and here in Cinderella, we know even less about the prince. His his section of the story is really so small. What we know about mm-hmm. him is his father. Oh, he's a great character. <laughs> that the king um, feels that he's grown farther and farther and farther away from him. Mm-hmm. And so the so the king feels that the prince has grown farther away, as he's grown up, right? And that he wants to bring him back, and he wants grandkids. So uh, you were
0: in league with the prince all
2: along. So we so we know that we see him at the ball, meeting a whole bunch of pretty girls. He doesn't and being seem bored. All that
1: interested yeah. in having the ball in the first place. He's, he's yawning and making, sort of, not teasing faces but sort of making faces at his dad to like point out i don't really want to do this
2: all right and then he dances with cinder like he sees cinderella
1: and he's like oh wait I I do want to do this,
0: <laughs> and he goes into the same dream state that she does.
2: That's <laughs> yeah. oh, true. They sing the song together in their minds. That's also interesting. Is that most of the other songs in these movies are like people actually singing, but that that song, this uh, so mental. this is love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, happens in their brains.
1: Yeah, it is interesting. Um,
2: they, they talk after the dance. We don't really get much of any of that. Um, she runs away, and he doesn't want her to go. And then we see them at the wedding at the end. Like, that's all we get from him.
1: And in this version of the story, unlike uh, many uh, of the fairy tale retellings, the prince isn't the one who is... It it, it isn't like a, oh, he's so infatuated with this girl that he has to take the, the shoe that he found, like everywhere no, it's the, it's king's, the idea. king's idea it's
2: the grand duke who goes around putting the shoe on people so, so like so, it so it if you're going like complain about the princess char- at the end of the movie but. yeah if you're gonna pr- complain about the princess characters being passive i mean really this prince is the most passive character in any of these movies i can think of
1: probably true
2: Everything like he doesn't have control. Everything that happens to him are things. It's that interesting because he doing. doesn't
0: even go find her. Like like at least the prince in Snow White, he comes to her castle, finds her, and and to her. Sings, to, sings. Oh, so to at the her. beginning, yeah, yeah he, he discovers. He her. discovers oh, yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. He's the one who comes and discovers her. He sings to her. He. This A- at prince... the
2: end, he hears about the girl in the glass casket and he comes, comes and seeks her out again, again and, and so, then so in, but it kisses but in her this to one, life.
0: The prince he doesn't go to find Cinderella. She comes to the ball and he sees her. And then he's interested. But but there's no he
1: has no active he's yeah. not searching. He does, he does looking, zero he does active it.
2: things. In, in a way movie. it's
1: interesting that there is almost a parallel there between his character and Cinderella's in that he is really passive, and he's in all of these situations not necessarily because he wants to. He clearly isn't interested in the ball. He's doing it because he has to do what his father wants, and there isn't necessarily any indication that his father is an abusive figure, uh, although he, he, does have he, a he can be a
0: little violent. <laughs> nearly cuts the Duke's
1: head off. Um, <laughs> but there is... It's interesting that he almost seems like he's in a... Different version of a similar situation where he's stuck doing what his father wants and doesn't have a lot of agency to do anything for himself. I love that. You know, it, It's
0: interesting when you think about some of the other stories that are Cinderella stories. One of my, one of my favorite ones is The Slipper and the Rose. And he sings a song about that about oh, how he does, he's doesn't. stuck as a prince. It's not like he gets to do whatever he wants because he's a this prince. Is it the he's why stuck. can't
2: I be two people song? Yeah, he wants to be. And he says a why one. why can't one of me do all of these formalities that I'm required to do and the other one could actually have, have fun. fun.
0: Yeah, and and, yeah. and and he's learning as he sings that song too. He's learning from the other people.
2: That's a great movie if you haven't seen it, The Slipper and the Rose with Richard Chamberlain. I would recommend you seek it out. It's so fun and it yeah. is a musical. It has a Disney connection, not that it is a Disney movie, but the music in that is by the Sherman Brothers, who wrote so oh, much of the music yeah, for the right. classic Golden Age Disney movies. So,
0: so, but but the point is that yes, the prince, the prince is is likely from from what we can see, the little bit we see of him, we do see that he is he is at least experiencing some um some discomfort in his position and mm-hmm. some of the things that are required of him he does
1: not want to have to do. And so to with part. the
2: little interactions that we see between them and the little that we know, what do you have to say about their relationship?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm particularly curious, not that you have to address this immediately, but I am curious if that common ground between their two characters and their backgrounds would make it easier for them to come together and to relate to each other, or if the distance from their their families and the, the difficult situations would would interfere with their relationship.
0: It's an interesting question. I actually think in this case.
1: Hi everybody. thanks for listening in. Uh, what you've just listened to is a collection of clips from a full hour plus podcast that's available on our website uh, waterhealing.com right now. So if you want to hop over there and uh, watch the whole thing, Uh, You can by becoming a patron member Uh, for as little as $20. You can get access to all of the content that we have, including all of our full media analysis podcast episodes when they come out. So I hope to see you there and um, see you next week.